Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to our Routes Through Pokemon podcast. We're still a fairly new podcast, and and going through some growing pains and learning uh, the difficulties of equipment issues and locations for recording and everything. Um, so thank you for bearing with us through our first handful of episodes, and uh, I hope that you can struggle through with us in the next couple as uh, we ran into some audio issues. Um, I think we've got most of those things fixed, and we've finally come to a better place of recording. So in the next uh, three or four episodes, I believe, maybe five, I, I don't remember, hopefully things will be a little bit more consistent in quality. And we will still be continuing to try to progress, get better equipment and such, but we're working with what we got for now. <laughs> and we hope that you are able to enjoy the show still uh, as we continue forward. Thanks again. Now here's the episode. Welcome to Routes Through Pokemon. This is Route 4. I am your host, Shea Locke. And I am Rui. And uh, together we are journeying through the Pokemon game, starting with Red and Blue, um, which is where we're currently at, uh, until the, into the next generations. Granted, we will maybe dabble a little in other Pokemon games as they get released, with some new ones coming out, but... Our podcast will be mostly focused on starting with Red and Blue and continuing forward. We'll also look into um, the anime, uh, where it's at in regards to our journey, as well as the manga. Uh, we go from gym to gym, and we've now just recently defeated the fourth gym in Celadon City with the gym leader Erica, and all uh, an all-female trainer gym, it seems. We had beauties and uh, junior Junior trainers and a couple of lasses, I think, and then one cool trainer female. So two new trainers there. Yep, the beauty and the cool trainer. All right, so where we left off last, we had just finished the SSN and then took on the Vermilion City Gym with no Vermilion, no Vermilion City Gym. So we fought Lieutenant Surge. Oh, and we didn't quite catch up in our adventures in. The manga and anime at that point, because we were running a little over time last t- last week. Okay, so, back to the video games, where we're at. We finished Vermilion City, we did, I think we even covered the fact that we looped around to find all the secret items with the item finder, went back through Mount Moon, and ended our time in Cerulean City, because we had to go back to Cerulean City to go forward on the next route. Uh-huh. Okay, so we go to the next route, and we got trainers. Nothing new Pokemon-wise in the grass that we were really finding. We tried. We walked around the couple spots of grass. We fought a bunch of hikers. Yes. But by this point, we have grass Pokemon. You still have, you know, your Blastoise wave. Or no, uh, not Blastoise. You had a Wartortle wave. Oh, I saw my At that time, I believe, yeah. Oh. Spoiler alert. Wartortle is now Blastoise. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we had a pretty easy time. Like, we went back a couple times to the, the Poke Center to heal up and everything. Um... But there's one Pokemon trainer, because in yellow, it's pretty much the same thing. Same trainers and everything, but one trainer. And I think in both games, it was the same Pokemon he had, and I think it was a Sandshrew. But in Pokemon Yellow, when you battle him and win, he says, well, we'll start our 100 win streak again, just me and my Sandshrew after this. I thought we had that guy. No, they're just in yellow. I told you about this. Oh. Um, That's why you're thinking it. But it was just like AJ from the anime. Uh-huh. 
So that was kind of just a cool little nod to the anime because this was made to kind of reflect the anime. Um, but then we get all the way to the grassy section at the at the turn of that where it's by some water and stuff right before the next Pokemon Center. Okay. Do you remember? Okay. So yeah, we traveled through there. We get to the end, and in that grass, we found we both found some Voltorbs. Yeah. Whereas in Pokemon Yellow, he found Magnemite. Uh-huh. Yep. And then just down. From there, there's another Poco Center. So we healed up our Pokemon. There was a trainer waiting kind of outside, so we battled her. And then it was the Rock Tunnel, our favorite part of the game. (laughs) How did you feel about the Rock Tunnel, Ruby? Well, first of all, so we both taught our Sandshrew slash Sandslash. That was weird to say. Um, cut. So he's the one with the HM cut, right? So that's how we get through the trees. Yes. What did you teach Flash? Because we needed Flash in the rock tunnel, right? Because it was pitch black otherwise. What did I teach Flash? Mm-hmm. Which Pokemon knows Flash? Diglett. Diglett. Well, now it's Dead All right. So you taught Diglett Flash. Yes. Which turned out to be a pretty solid move, right? Because Diglett also had Dig. Yes. Which was like a lifesaver in rock tunnel for you. Yes. Who did I teach Flash? Didn't you teach Diglett? Did I teach Diglett as well? I thought so. I thought you taught Diglett just like me. No, maybe we taught our drowsies. Drowsy. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't teach Diglett Flash. I just had I had to go back and get Diglett because I had found out he had, had dig. dig. Yeah, and I chose to just continue with what I was using, whatever it was through the mountain. I don't remember what team I had. Um, it was decent enough for the rock stuff. Uh, while we were down there, you ran into an onyx right away. Yes. And then we tried to be gentle, but then you got a critical hit or something, right? Yes. Which sucked. Yes. Because you never saw another single onyx down there, wild onyx down there, right? Nope. Never. Whereas I didn't find an onyx forever, and then I finally found one. Like, well, sorry, forever, it took me a while. A a lot longer than you. I had already gone in and out a couple of times to heal Pokemon before I ran into my first onyx. But then after that, I kept running into them all the time. (laughs) So there must be a different um, spawn rate for Onyxes, depending on the game. Uh, for that area of the game, at least. Um, meanwhile, in yellow, I think I had Abra with Flash, but I made sure to bring Diglett this time in that game, because that was after we played through. So I could dig out, and that made the game so much easier. And Abra was also phenomenal for getting rid of Zubats, because Zubats are flying, yes, but they're also poison, and Psychic is good against poison. Um... Your Abra has a good move that can actually hurt things. He eventually learned something. Maybe it was after he turned into Kadabra. I don't remember, but yeah. Because he's a Kadabra now, in yellow. Not in, uh... The, I have not been in... trying to level up my Abra, and he's still useless! You're, you're Pokemon Red, right? I'm Pokemon Blue? Yes. Okay. So yeah, in blue, my Abra is useless. Um, because I haven't leveled him up. I think I might actually start working on him, though. I've been leveling him up for you. When he was still mine. Just like uh, you were leveling up my magic carp. Yeah. But I don't think I've been using him. But I think I'm going to switch out my party soon. Now that we're done with the grass gym. Uh, that which is also a whole fun thing. Um, anyway. So, we struggle to get through the rock tunnel. Takes us a long time. You use like all your potions. I did. I used, because I was, getting, I was getting so far. I was so sick of going back and all the random encounters that I'm just like, potion, potion, potion. Oh, we also got my chops down there. Oh, yeah! So that was cool. 
Um, what'd you name your matchup? Choppy. That's right. What did I name my choke? Choker. Choker. His name is Choker. I think. Um, I think that's what I named him. Anyway, um, and then I named your onyx for you, but you don't got it yet because you don't have an onyx for me yet. No. But what do we name him? Do you remember? Maybe. Hmm? Next? No, I think it had, I don't think it had to do with his name, actually, this time. A lot of times you use their name. Boulder? It might be boulder. It was something like that because he's built up a bunch of boulders, like a bunch of rocks or something. So it was yes. like rocks or boulder or rocky. I don't know. I think but... it was boulder. Okay. So, yeah, we got boulder. But then, yeah. What else did we notice at the at least the last chunk of the rock tunnel? Like all the trainers and the one outside? A bunch of girls. Yeah, a bunch of junior trainer females. Yeah. I was wondering what that was about. I, I don't know if it was a... Like, I don't know why. I don't know why they were all there in the dark but, <laughs> on top of things. Because for them, it's pitch black unless they use flash, right? Yes. Um, I thought that was kind of weird. I don't know if maybe they're a different troop. Like maybe junior trainers. Because they dress like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, kind of. So I wonder if it's, I wonder if that's what they're going with those. And so of course they're not going to be together because the Girl Scouts do their thing, the Boy Scouts do their thing instead of all together. They might be on a field trip or something yeah. in the game. But uh, there was a couple of trainers outside the rock tunnel which we took on after we healed up, um, and then went back out into the. But then what town were we in? We were in a town. Now I know that you're playing in black and white, but it is close to your favorite color, Ruby. Lavender Town! Lavender might actually be my favorite. Well, there you go. Um, in yellow, of course, it turns purple. But, uh... Yeah, I forgot. But then in Lavender Town, of course, we talked to a bunch of people. We talked to people at the Pokemon Center. We talked to... Well, there's the name guy. So you changed the name somewhere, didn't you? I changed it back. Oh, okay. And... Because he didn't like it! Okay. Yeah, you have a real troubles with an NPC that's programming and not an actual person in real life. Still not thinking your names for your Pokemon are perfect. You have a real perfectionist issue. <laughs> he didn't like Wave! Wave! <laughs> anyway. But what was something... But he thought Zzz was a good name for my drowsy. Well, it he is. liked that name. It is a good name. name for your drowsy. He liked that name, but he doesn't like Wave. No, he's stupid. <laughs> anyway. Um, in the Pokemon Center, we talked to like three people, and if you take all three people's comments together, you kind of piece together something that happened in town. So, one talks about how the Cubone escaped Team Rocket, one talked about how Team Rocket killed the mother of the one that escaped, or something like that. Oh no, one talked about how it escaped, and they had killed its mother, or or took its mother, or something like that. The other one talked about how um, Cubone skulls go for a lot of money. And one said that Team Rocket seems to only want Pokemon for money, monetary reasons, right? That's so sad! So we can kind of piece together, they're trying to take Cubone skulls and Cubone mother skulls to sell. But this idea of the death ties into a lot of stuff going on in this town because there's Pokemon Tower. And what's in Pokemon Tower? (laughs) Cemeteries for Pokemon. It's a Pokemon cemetery, so a lot of graves for Pokemon, right? Yes. But, yes, that also means it's hunted. (laughs) And there's a bunch of channelers throughout the tower, right? We climbed as far as we could. And there's a bunch of channelers in there. But are they fighting us with Pokemon? No. When we get into it, the channeler, quote-unquote, challenges us. But the way they talk before we fight them and the way they talk after, we find that the channelers are being possessed by ghost Pokemon. So at least these ghost Pokemon, these ghastlies, and was there a haunter in there? I think there might have been some haunters. These ghastlies and haunters 
can possess people. That's creepy. <laughs> but anyway, we go as far as we can, but we get to a flight of stairs that a ghost keeps pushing us away from, right? And he looks just like all the ghosts from the random encounters we hit when we're going up there. Which looks like nothing. It's just kind of a black thing. You know, like, you're just like this with a weird like outline. We don't know what they are because it says we can't identify them. But we do hear that there's an item that can identify the ghost for us. Yes. What's that called? Sightscope? Silthscope. Silthscope? So, which everyone's telling me that it can identify ghosts when I know what it can do. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, Ruby. don't. Don't. Do you know don't. What, do you know don't. What, do you know what a silthscope is for? <laughs> anyway. So we did what we could in the Pokemon Tower. We leave the Pokemon Tower. So we could go west on a route. Or we could go south. And we chose to go south be down the docks and fight a bunch of fishermen. With a bunch of water Pokemon. Right? Yeah. And we battle all the way down there. And then eventually we hit another dead end. And what was blocking us there? Another Snorlax. No. What? Not another Snorlax. The same Snorlax. From when we were leaving Vermilion City. So we hit another connecting spot, right? Yes. So we were very close to a place we'd already been, but we still couldn't pass because that stupid Snorlax is in the way. So then we go back north, we heal up, and then we go west, and we battle some trainers out that way, right? It's a little path. We fight a girl first. Yeah, and then we have a patch of grass that we don't even have to go in, but if we cut the tree down, we can. But, but first, we fight a... Um... Gambler. Gambler. And he has... Oh, yes. A Vulpix. Yes, he does. And a Growlithe. Which hinted exactly at what was in those that tall grass just beyond the trees. But not, that's not the only thing. And some and they don't pop up a ton. So it took us a while to catch two Vulpixes and two Growlithes, didn't it? They would keep roaring, which scared me away. So I couldn't catch them at all. So we now have... We each, because we traded, we have Vulpix and Growlithe. Yeah, but when I turned off my game after I finally catched a second Growlithe, <laughs> apparently I forgot to save, and there were five more trainers I had to fight, and they were kind of strong. So first I had to catch a Growlithe again, and then fight five trainers again! Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, really annoying! <laughs> anyway, in yellow, everything happens pretty much the same. Lavender Town, Rock Tunnel, going up, all that stuff. You get to that grass area, you know what there's not? Growlithe and Vulpixes. If they are there, they're super rare because I didn't find a single flipping one. Instead, I found, like, Abra. Yep, so that was a bust for my yellow. Fortunately, I have other things that can get through grass Pokemon. Mainly flying Pokemon. After that route, we find that another blocked entrance. We found two before, I think. Or just one. Two? One? Anyway. I know when we go from Cerulean City down to try to get to Vermilion, they said, hey, you can't pass through here. I'm thirsty, right? And I said I would give them water. They and if we go north, food. they try to do the same. From Vermilion, did they try to do the same thing? Was there an entrance there for us that to happen? I think. Maybe. From and then city? Vermilion, the third city. Um, the third gem, I mean. Um, but then when we try to go west, we hit another person that says, hey, I'm thirsty. You can't pass. Now, if you look at the town map, there's a city in the middle of all those that we keep passing. Now, to get from Cerulean to Vermilion, we had to take an underground path, right? Yes. And we just had to do that again going west, didn't we? Another underground path. Yeah. With, once again, some items dropped down there, right? A couple. Yep. So we picked up a couple items, which was fun. Yeah. 
Then we pop out, and there's some grass out there with nothing interesting. And now we're in Celadon City. Yeah! Where the fourth gym is. And so much more. There were so many buildings and people to talk to and so much going on in Celadon City, right? Now, one of the first things we did is we went to the Pokemon. Well, the first thing we did was Pokemon Center. But then we, then we decided to explore the outskirts of town, so we went north. And so we're in kind of a path behind some of the taller buildings, but we can get into one of the buildings from behind, a secret back entrance. And we climb all the way up there. And what was there waiting for us? A person, a trainer with a Pokeball that said that we could have what was in it. And what was in that Pokeball? My favorite Pokemon, Eevee. So we both got our Eevees. We named them for each other so we could trade them. And what did you name yours? Flare. Flare. And I, I had mine named Bolt. So you can kind of guess what we decided to do with those. We went to the Celadon department store, went to the floor that sold stones. You mean the Pokemart. There is a Pokemart in the Celadon department store, but we didn't go to the Pokemart part. I went to the Pokemart. Not for the stone. So we go up there, and we buy a Firestone for you, and I bought a Thunderstone. And we evolved our Eevees into Jolteon and Flareon. So we're very excited about that. I'll probably keep him on a party almost all the time, because he's like my starter now. <laughs> and now, let us go to some Pokedex entries. Who's that Pokemon? Pidgeotto. Bird. Very protective of its sprawling territorial area. This Pokemon will fiercely peck at any intruder. Um, Fero. Beak. With its huge and magnificent wings, it can keep aloft without ever having to land for rest. Vulpix. Fox. At the time of birth, it has just one tail. The tail splits from its tip and it and tip as it grows older. Growlithe. Puppy. Very protective of its territory. It will bark and bite to repel intruders from its space. Kadabra. Sigh. It emits special alpha waves from its body that induce headaches just by being close by. Machop. Superpower. Loves to build its muscles. It trains in all styles of martial arts to become even stronger. Onyx. Rock snake. As it grows, the stone portions of its body harden to become similar to a diamond, but colored black. I've only seen an onyx. Oh. Oh, I remember, remember that. I do remember. Drowsy. We should go back to the rock tunnel. We no. love the rock tunnel. <laughs> Everybody loves the rock tunnel. <laughs> 100 Voltorb. Ball. Usually found in power plants, easily mistaken for a Pokeball, they have zapped many people. Eevee Evolution. Its genetic code is irregular. It may mutate if it is exposed to radiation from element stones. Jolteon. Lightning. It accumulates negative ions in the atmosphere to blast out 10,000 volt lightning bolts. I've got Flareon, Flame. When storing thermal energy in its body, its temperature could soar to over 16,000 degrees. No, wait, 1,600. 1,600. Um, and 
But there was a building between the Poké Center and the Celadon department store, which is where we found the Eevee. But in the front entrance, what do we find? Yeah, we find a bunch of programmers throughout that building. The ones that designed the game that we're playing. <laughs> so it was very meta, very interesting. Oh. One guy thought that Sabrina, Misty, and Erica were all cute. All the gym, female gym leaders that he was thinking of. Yep. And only one of those we'd actually fought so far. Well, now we fought two. But also... Something you still have to go back and do is the top of the Celadon department store. What? There was a boy there that said his sister was a trainer, but was immature. You talk to the sister, and she says she's thirsty. And there's also vending machines up there. So I'm like, oh, she's thirsty. So I bought some water, because it was the cheapest thing to buy. And then I talked to her again, and she's like, I'm thirsty. Oh, hey, you have some water. Can I have it? And I say yes, and she gives me a TM. Now... I also recalled somebody else talking about how thirsty they were. Because after we get right before Celadon City, I guess, we can go east again and find another guy that says, hey, I'm thirsty, you can't go through here to get to Saffron, right? So then I'm like, oh. So I grab another water. I go all the way back out of Celadon City and go east into that area where the guy says he's thirsty. And I say, here, have this. And he says, thanks. Oh, that's wonderful. I will share this with the other guards. Therefore, finally granting access to Saffron City. And I went into Saffron City just briefly to see if I could, and then I left. And then, in yellow, I was smarter, and when I went up to the top of the stupid department store, which I'll now need to do in blue, I gave her the little girl the water, then I went back and bought the next thing on the list and talked to her again, and she gave me a different TM. Then I went back to the vending machine and bought the third thing and went back and talked to her and she gave me a third TM. I was just about to buy her a lemonade. Now I have to buy her all three. Yes, all three. So, um, but after the department store or before or whatever, however we've decided to do this, we also went to the other out the other side of Celadon City, right? Yes. And there was, what was waiting there? There was another thing blocking us. This time it was another Snorlax. So this Snorlax is in our way. And But there's a place where you can cut, so you can go up, and there's some grass there, which I didn't find anything new or interesting. Um, some Spiros, which are good for the grass gym. And so then, But there's a door you can go through, and you go through there, you talk to some old man, says, hey, you're pretty smart for figuring this out, and then you go back, you keep going through, and then there's like a lone little house there, and this girl's like, oh, this is my little secret house. Yeah. She has a bird Pokemon in there, and she gives us an HM that contains... Fly! What does fly do for us? We Besides go... being attacked in the battle. We can go to any place we want where we've been! We can well, go I mean, any town. town that we've been to before. And that is super awesome. Also, well, who did you train? To, who did you give fly to? Who, who knows fly? Wendy? Which is your... Pidgey? Yeah, I also dubbed my Pidgey. Kaze. Alright, so then we go back. Now remember this house. Remember the secret little house right above the area where there's some people on bikes down below? Because if you, if you look down below, there's a path that we couldn't get onto, and there's some people on bikes. But remember this little house, okay? Okay. So then we go back through, we go back into Celadon City, and we explore. We talk to all kinds of people. We visit the arcade. I did that first. You went and talked down to people further south of town. There's a secret item and some trees that we get. Ooh, I got something while I was talking to some guys. What? I got... A coin yeah, I was getting there. 
You were talking to people. Yeah, I know. You were talking to the people down in the South Park town. Got a coin case. I was talking. And they also told you about a poster, right? In one of the buildings? Yeah. And how there's nothing behind it. But why bring that up unless there's something behind it? There's no button or lever behind it. Meanwhile, at the same time you're reading that, I'm in the arcade talking to the Team Rocket guy in front of the poster and then battling him. And then activating that switch. <laughs> yes. I knew there was going to be something. But then I had to go get the coin case. And then I got the money from the other people. And then I gambled it away and lost. But, um, actually, I don't know if I did. Yellow I did. But, uh, but then we have this secret entrance that leads underneath the arcade. And it's oh. Team Rocket Headquarters. Yeah. Or a Team Rocket head hideout. And so we battle through Team Rocket all the way through. Solve some little arrow puzzles. Uh, get some secret items, Pokeballs, um, and finally get the lift key and take it down. And throughout this, we're going back out healing, whatever, you know. Yes. And I'm still trying to level up my team for the grass gym, so I do not have the greatest team for battling a lot of the Pokemon they have down there. Because there's a lot of Grimers and Coughings, for one, which my Butterfree with his confusion would have been great for. But we eventually get all the way down, and then there's two guards in front of the last door, and you have to beat each one. And one has... Sandshrew, Ekans, and Sandslash. And the other one has Ekans, Sandshrew, and Arbok, right? Yep. So that was kind of fun. We beat them, door opens, we go in. In yellow, this is where things change again. Just the first time I meet them is in Mount Moon, but when I get down to the bottom floor, and instead of there being two guards and the door being closed until you beat them, the door's already open and two Team Rocket people come out, and they're Jesse and James. Or at least look like it. I don't remember if they have names in the game. And so they fight me, and they have, again, Coughing, Meowth, and Ekans, just like they did in Mount Moon. And they recognize me from Mount Moon. They're like, oh, that's that brat from Mount Moon. And so I beat them. And then we go into the final part, and there's a secret item behind the big boss, and then it's the boss, Giovanni, right? Giovanni. And we fight him. And in yellow, it was like a couple of the same Pokemon, I think, and then Persian is involved, which was an easier one to deal with. Whereas in ours, it was right. Horn or Rhydon, Kangaskhan was the last one, and who else was in there? Onyx. It started with Onyx. Yeah, that was great. And I did not have any of my grass Pokemon. Don't have any water Pokemon except Gyarados, who I don't even know if he even knows a water move yet. And I didn't have him with me, because I was training my birds and my fire Pokemon. Because you thought you knew what was in there because of yellow! Well, no, I was just trying to train them for the other thing. I wasn't really thinking about it, but I was like... That'll be fine. I could probably get through this. But, yeah, when Onyx showed up, I'm like, crap. Um, Me, I'm just like, wave! My Sand Slash, Slasher, he did a lot of work. He's still pretty... I mean, even though it was not super effective, he's a high level. He was doing a lot of good good damage. Um, And then Flicker, even with his Ember, even though they weren't, like, super susceptible to... I don't know, maybe I didn't even use Ember. Maybe I scratched him. I don't know. But anyway, I got through it. It was tough, but I managed. Then we patched ourselves up, and then it was time to take on your favorite gym so far. Yeah, my favorite Celadon gym yeah. with the gym leader, Erica. Now, there's a creepy old man out there peeping in on all the girls, some peeping Tom, right? Yes. And then everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of them in there accused us of being perverts as well. Well, one called us the Peeping Tom, but like even the other one was like, you don't belong here because we're some creepy guy or whatever. Okay. They didn't like us in there. I had to heal after every single trainer. All right. Yeah, you had to heal after everyone. I did not, but I did on occasion, especially if I had a poisoned Pokemon, just because I wanted to not completely bypass, uh, get past you in the game. Although, eventually I went ahead just so I can see if 
Bellsprout or any of its evolutions was the first Pokemon in there. Because if it was, you wanted to lead with your best Pokemon, so I was checking it for you. And if it wasn't, then you could lead with a weaker one to level it up, because you could switch them out. Because Bellsprout and its evolutions know the move Wrap, and it's the most infuriating thing, especially if you don't have very many Pokemon that can start burning through them really quickly. Now, I did have Flicker, so I was ready to burn, but I didn't do a lot of burning. I actually did a lot of flying attacks, which are also super effective against uh, Grass-type. And... So I kept switching between either Pidgey or Firo. It's a Pidgeotto and Firo. They're they're both evolved now. Um, to to level them up more and more. Because Peck didn't kill them instantly most of the time. I took a couple, so I could get wrapped, which wasn't the worst thing because I was a high enough level that I could take a couple rounds of wrap. And it wasn't like I was weak against it, like Wave or something. And, and then Pidgey knew Fly. And so Fly, he just got out of the way, didn't take any damage for one round, and then came down and just blew them out of the water. <laughs> Almost like Dig with Diglett, where he exactly. them down. Yeah, Except which is great. Opposite directions. Yep, so it worked super well. So I didn't have any troubles with the gym. Now you, you did pretty good, especially once you finally figured out some patterns to how to do things and yeah. who to sacrifice. Basically, you had to learn how to sacrifice some Pokemon so that mm-hmm. Flicker, like anytime Flicker, or Flicker, uh, Pixie, your Vulpix, which was the one that you were leveling up to get better. Um, and she leveled up quite a bit throughout there and got really good. But if she ever got wrapped, you needed to pull her out because she was the one that was going to close out the battles for you. So you put somebody else weak in there, like Pidgey, who was only a level 10 at the time. <laughs> and so he'd pass out, and then you could sneak Ember, uh, Ember, uh, Pixie back in there to Ember the thing again and win before you got wrapped again. It worked out really great. Great plan. And you started getting through. But then it was the battle against Erica. To losing. And, yes, we both, in this leg of the adventure, had to do the same thing, didn't we? Mine was in the rock tunnel, and yours was with Eric. You learned the value of potions and antidotes. Yes. (laughs) Because you used them like crazy. Because all your Pokemon were passed out except for Wave and Pixie. Pixie Pixie was almost knocked out, but while Wave was out there, we healed Pixie. Uh And then when Wave did pass out, brought in Pixie and had to, like, balance the whole when to heal and when to attack. If if Erica had gotten like a critical hit or something like something that could rarely happen but could happen, I would have probably died. It is one of the closest battles of Pokemon I think I've ever seen because most of the time when I play these games, I'm like all decked out and I just go and I kick butt. Like I'm usually way too high level. This time I was like, well, not here, but in the rocket facility against like Giovanni, I was kind of medium or whatever, so I had to use some actual tactics a little bit, you know. And you definitely had to utilize, and I, and I got to do a lot of tactics with you, which was really fun for me, because we had to figure out good Pokemon tactics for your team, because your team wasn't necessarily all up to snuff, right? Yep. And it worked, and it was great. Like, it felt good to get through that. Like, I felt good you for you getting through, because I had to help you with the tactics, and it felt really awesome. I don't know how you felt about it, but I thought it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was good to get through. It was... well, I just liked how we had to, like puzzle out how to get through because it was like a puzzle for you because you weren't high levels you couldn't just be like step on you step on you <laughs> like with the rock ship it was boom 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 yep. you're all dead yeah i win <laughs> so yeah it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed that part of it <laughs> um and yeah that was our our adventure we we now have to we oh when we bought a bought bought when we beat giovanni he left he didn't he didn't like he's like oh well 
something. I think he even said we'll meet again or something. I don't remember. He basic he, bad guy he stuff. He wanted us to meet again so that he could defeat us. Right. So he's he's not out of the picture, right? We're probably going to run into Team Rocket some more. But he left something behind. What did he leave behind? The Sylph The Sylph So we can go back to Lavender Town and do that. There was a hint that he had it from the Team Rocket goons. Yes, yeah, the Team Rocket goons were talking about it and stuff. And obviously they had a strong presence there, because even Team Rocket was outside wandering in, in areas of Celadon City. They weren't just in the headquarters, they were outside too, remember? Yes. As soon as we walked in, there was a little Team Rocket guy, mm-hmm. and we're like, let's heal, and then we can fight him. But he actually didn't want to fight, he just no. said, stay out of Team Rocket's way. Alright, and I think that's it, I think that's everything. Yep. Alright, well, thank you all for listening, um, we'll be back again next time, catch up in our adventures in the manga and anime thanks for listening see you next time yep bye routes through pokemon is a hunterfield production podcast if you ever want to reach us you can email us at uh, hunterfieldmanor at gmail.com and just put routes through pokemon in the subject heading Um, that's h-u-n-t-e-r-f-i-e-l-d-m-a-n-o-r at gmail.com And our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, So you can follow us, like us, rate us, leave comments uh, in any of those locations uh, where where that's available. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you.